You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Angie from All Creatures Podcast. Today I'll be hosting another special episode of All Creatures. This is just for kids and made by kids. But before we get started today, I want to say thank you so much for listening and for doing your part as an animal conservation hero. Just by listening, learning, loving, and sharing information all about these special creatures is a great way to help conserve them. So thank you. You're all creature conservation heroes in my book. And today is going to be a very exciting podcast episode because I'm talking to three animal experts from Kansas City, Missouri that are all in the same family. So we're going to have a lot of family fun today. My first guest is Wes, and he will be talking all about snakes, including his own pet corn snake. And my second guest is Eliza, and she will be wowing us with facts all about her beloved pet fish. And lastly, I talk with Jamie all about horses. Yay! If you know me, horses are some of my favorite animals in the world to talk about, so it's going to be really fun. Stick around. You're going to really enjoy this episode of All Creatures Kids, and let's get this kid podcast party started, coming today from Kansas City. And so my first guest today is going to be Wesley. He'll be talking to us all about corn snakes, one of his new pets, and then other just really fun facts about snakes. And so, Wes, are you there? Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Awesome. Can you tell our audience how old you are? Five. You're five years old. That's such a fun age. That is a perfect age to have a pet snake. And I'm not going to only learn about about corn snakes. I'm also going to do different snakes. I am so excited. I love snakes. So that's my first question, Wes. What made you decide to love snakes and want to talk about snakes today? Um, first when I saw Jackson. And then really? I wanted to talk about it. Ah, that's great. Yeah, your mom said you maybe wanted to do rhinos too, but I'm glad you picked snakes. Snakes are fun. And so you have a pet corn snake. Is this true? Uh-huh. 
What's its name? Jackson. Oh, Jackson. That's right. Okay. Jackson. So you have just one pet snake, right? Uh-huh. I do have a dog in my room, too. Wow. You're so and, lucky. And Jamie has a guinea pig and Lizzie has a fish. Wow, that is so fun. You have a, a little miniature zoo in your house, huh? Mm-hmm. Now, this is an important question. Does your mom like Jackson, your corn snake? Yes, everybody in my family. And he just lost skin a few years ago, and now he's a different beautiful color. Wonderful, Wes. Can you tell our listeners, what does a corn snake look like? What color is it? Um, it first starts out beige-yellowish. Mm-hmm. And what color is it now? Um, dark red with be- the same be- beige stripes on it. Yeah, they have beautiful patterns. We'll put a picture of corn snakes on our show notes for our listeners, but they're one of the most beautiful snakes out there. And Wes, do corn snakes eat corn? No. No? What do they eat? Mice and rats and lizards. That's right. And so do you have... I already said it. Mm-hmm. And that's right. So do you have to feed it mice yourself or does your mom do that? Um, my, my, the last time my dad did it when I, when I would want to go to sleep. Gotcha. And now with corn snakes or snakes in general, when you touch them, are they slimy or are they soft? Soft. That's right. Because what's what's all over their body? What are they covered in? Um, scales. Yeah, very soft scales. But many people think they're slimy and gross, but they're really not. They're quite smooth. I put Aren't... it in. I have two snake books and a stuffy snake, and that's how I know how everything you're saying. I know it. That's right. Well, now I know your mom told me you've been reading from your snake books that you checked out at the library. Can you tell me some other really cool facts about snakes? Mm-hmm. Um, they come in different sizes and colors. That's right. That's right. Like, like medium and big and small. Yeah. And where do snakes live? Mostly in rocky places, and and the water snakes live in swamps. Um, yeah. that's right. Yeah, they kind of can live all over the place. Gonna, I almost said they live in swamps, but then oh. I'm like, oh yeah, crocodiles live in swamps. Yes, crocodiles do live in swamps, and sometimes snakes can stay there. They just probably don't hang out with the crocodiles. Now, where does the corn snake live? Where, like, where if Jackson was in the wild, where would Jackson live? In a rocky place. That's right, in a rocky place. Yep, typically found in uh, south, the southeast 
of the United States. So they're uh, found here. And do you know, do you think you could find any snakes in your backyard? No. No. But we do have a walking place of volcano walks. And mm, there's a bunch of snakes over there. That's And another time... Jamie saw one said the wind in the glass and I called Daddy. Cause Jamie let him flee because she found him. Yeah. We were not close to him. We were like um two feet away. Oh and you know what, Wes, you bring up a really good point about snakes. I love when I see snakes in the wild. But what you want to do when you want to see one, you just wanna stop, be quiet. Not touch it, of course, and just slowly back away. And if you're with an adult, let them know. But yeah, I don't think people should be scared of snakes. Do you think people should be scared of snakes? Because snakes are scared of people. They just do their... It's like they have tiny powers like bites. Yeah. They do, they do it when they're scaled. That's right. Wes, you're so smart. A snake is not going to bite you unless it gets really, really scared. And it's only going to get really, really scared if you mess with it, right? If you leave it alone and don't touch it, it'll leave you alone. It's all snakes, big ones, small ones, they're all way more scared of humans than humans are of them. And now, Wes, when you were reading your snake books, what other fun facts did you learn about snakes? Um, they are super beautiful and they, super cool. And are. the one slithering in the backyard that Jamie saw when we tried to pick him up, we got we picked him up. Upset, he was super slithery. He was super scared. Yeah. But he didn't bite. Don't oh. think he's a biting snake. That's good to hear. That's really good to hear. And now how do snakes smell? Because you, you mentioned that they eat rats and snakes and lizards and things. They're carnivores. How do they smell and find their find their prey? Um, because they have super senses they use it with their tongues that's right their tongue is super it's like their superpower it helps them be able to smell their food what do you use your tongue to smell your food no i use my nose that's right oh wes you've been so fun to talk with today can you please tell me why you think everybody in the world should love snakes, and want to help save them? Because they are super cool to look at, and they and God wants them to keep living. Oh, that's so sweet. Yes, exactly. Snakes belong here, and they're beautiful. So once again, if you see a snake in the wild, don't pick it up like Wes and Jamie did, right? We just stop and then turn around and back away. And they're definitely more afraid of you than you are of them. So make sure and take care of all the snakes. And 
Now, Wes, I know you're a fan of snakes and rhinos and lots of other animals. What do you think you want to be when you grow up? A walker man. A what was that? A walker man. A walker man? What's that? A walker man. They build big things, and the walking balls crush down big buildings. Awesome. You want to build buildings. That is awesome. You want to build things. I love that. Well, thank you for being on the podcast today. And I really appreciate your love for snakes and your love for building things, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do another podcast tomorrow. Oh, what podcast is that? About rhinos. Okay. And then next day I'm going to do another one about elephants. And then the next day I'm going to do one about giraffes. And then I'm going to be done. Oh, my gosh. I love all those species. They're some of my favorites. And I can't wait to talk to you again. Thank you, Wes. Bye-bye. Bye. And now my next guest today is Eliza. Eliza, hello. Can you hear me? Yes. How are you today? Good. What did you decide to talk about today on the podcast? A fish. A fish. Yay. And before we get started, can you tell everyone how old are you? Three. You're three years old. That's like the most fun age ever. And so you are going to talk about what type of fish? Beta. You have a beta fish? Wow. Can you tell everyone what a beta fish looks like? You have scales and fins. And what color is it? Um, black and bluish. Blackish yeah. bluish. Beautiful. And what's your beta fish's name? Rainbee. Rainbee? Yeah. Cute. And what do you feed your fish? Food. Food. A little bit of food or a lot of food? Five. Five pieces of food. One every. Do you feed it every day? Yes. And do you feed it yourself or does your mommy help you? She gets it out of a container. Mm-hmm. And where does the fish live? Does the fish live in your bedroom? Yes. Awesome. And it lives now, in water. And it lives in water. That's right. It lives in water. Yes. Does So does a fish need air to breathe? No. That's right. It lives its whole life in water. Now, do you like to swim and be in water or not really? Not really. Yeah. It's, I, I have a three-year-old... Uh, and he doesn't like to get his head wet very much. So, 
but he's working on it. He wants to he wants to swim like his big brother. So I think it's I think it'd be pretty cool to be a fish and swimming around all the time, don't you? Yes. Yes. Now, what made you decide to talk about fish today? Is that your favorite animal? Yes. Oh, why do you love fish so much, Eliza? Because I have a fish in my room and I just love it. Oh, that's so cool. What does the fish do all day? Uh, swim and rest. Swim and rest. And does uh, does your fish have any friends or does he live by himself? He does by himself. Yeah, yeah. I think but I'm like... his friend. But you're his friend. That's right. That is so awesome. Have you ever been to an aquarium or seen fishes in other places? In the ocean. Oh, do you love the ocean? Yes. Yes. Yeah, we need to keep our oceans clean and safe so that fish can live there and be healthy, right? What about sharks sharks eat fish? Well, that's true. Sharks do eat fish. uh, But that's okay because it's part of their life cycle. And some... And some fish eat bigger fish, right? Did you know that sharks are actually really big fish? What? Sharks are fish? Sharks are fish. Isn't that cool? That is so funny and cool. Oh. Well, maybe you'll have to come back onto the podcast again and talk to me about a shark. Okay. Okay, I love that. And now, Eliza, what are some of your other favorite animals besides fish? Um, giraffes and rhinoceroses. Oh, you're a girl after my own heart. I love giraffes and rhinos. And so, Eliza, what do you think you want to be when you grow up? A hippopotamus. I want to be a hippopotamus, too. They are amazing and fun. And a real hippopotamus in my house. <laughs> wow. You have a really tolerable mom. I don't know if she would let you have a hippo in your house. Maybe she would a let you have it in your Or a rhino. Maybe. I mean, she seems pretty cool. Uh, if she won't let you keep them in her house, maybe she'll let you keep them in her backyard. What do you think? Good. Good. Okay. All right. Thank you, darling. Bye, Eliza. Thanks for talking to me today. Come visit again soon. I know. Okay. What do you want to talk about? A fish again? (laughs) Well, we'll, you're going to come back on and we'll talk about sharks sometime soon or rhinos and giraffes. Okay? Okay. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. And now that we've talked about corn snakes or snakes in general with Wes and fish with Eliza, my yeah. last my last guest today is Jamie. And Jamie and I are going to have an amazingly awesome, fun conversation all about horses. So hello, Jamie. Are you there? Yes. I'm so excited that you want to talk about horses. Why did you pick horses to talk about? 
Because they're my favorite animal. Jamie, I completely understand. Horses are my favorites too. So before we get started, can you tell everyone how old you are? Six years old. I'm about to turn seven. Awesome. And why are horses your favorite animal? Because they come in all different colors. They sure do. What are some of their colors? White, gray, brown, beige, black. Some actually have spots, different little um, splatches on their bodies. They exactly, they come in all colors and they come in different shapes and different sizes, right? There's really little ones, right? Miniature horses. (laughs) And then mm-hmm. really big ones, draft horses. Yep. So, and, the, and their colors, I, my favorite is definitely the ones with white spots on their butts. Do you know what breed that is? No. The ones with the white spots on their bums are Appaloosas. Can you say Appaloosa? Appaloosa. Awesome. Okay. Yes. Those are the ones uh, with the spots on their bums. And then the ones I love too that are like either white and brown or white and black, those are called paint horses. I love the paint horses. Those are really pretty. Aren't they so beautiful? Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Yes. And now we talked a little bit about how they come in different colors and different sizes, but Can you describe horses in general for our listeners? Like, what do they look like? They have legs that are very, very strong and beautiful bodies. I've mentioned that before. That's why they're my favorite. And they have very strong backs. One of the reasons I know that is because I've seen in books people riding horses. Horseback riding, I'm going to be horseback riding this summer, and I'm really looking forward to that. Oh, that is so excellent. Yes, I think I started horseback riding when I was about your age, and it was very life-changing for me. I never I never stopped riding horses after that, So, and now I actually have two of them, Romeo and Rosie. They're amazing. They're brown, so they're not as colorful as some of them, but they are perfect, and they're the nicest horses ever. And they, you know what's even cooler about them is they take really good care of my two little boys that are six, like your age, and then three. So it's super fun. If you, if you live closer, you could come ride my horses, but uh, may, maybe sometime, right? Uh-huh. And now what do horses eat? They eat carrots, apples, some eat, how should I describe that? Hay, kind of. It's a pretty hard thing because when I say that, I think about my guinea pig. He also eats hay, so. Yes, tell me a little bit about your guinea pig. What's its name? His name is Fuzzball. Fuzzball. Oh, I love Uh that. That's so cool. I named him at the pet store because um, he's got brown and black, and if he lifts his mouth up, part, a side of his mouth is black. Yeah. And the other side's pink. 
And do you know what else I think is cool about him? He's got, um, along with his color of his face, he's got black whiskers to go with the black color of his face. Oh, my gosh. That is so cute. And so he likes... Oh, go ahead. And then his bottom, it looks like a um, big cotton ball of fuzz because it's all white. There's no other color on his back. Oh, he sounds so adorable. What a fun, furry friend for you. And now he likes to eat hay and fruits and vegetables too. Yes. And, and then horses do. So do you know uh, when animals eat plants, so fruits and hay, grasses or hay, does that mm-hmm. make them an herbivore or a carnivore? Herbivore. Yes. So see, look at your your love for horses and your guinea pig fuzzball have a lot in common. They're both herbivores, which means they eat plant material. They don't eat any meat. And nope. so, yeah. Do horses need a lot of like grass and hay or just a little? Fuzzball will eat a lot. It's like as soon as you put, well, if you don't have hay, he'll eat the vegetables. He's a weird guinea pig because his food, he never eats his normal guinea pig food. I've oh, never seen guinea- him eat it. Right. He doesn't like his chow. He likes the fresh stuff. I can't say I blame him. Do you like any fruits and vegetables? Yes. What are Cucumber- some of your favorites? Cucumbers used to be my favorites. Oh, mm-hmm. and I'm going to say watermelon. That's a good summer one. That's a, a great – I just had watermelon before this interview started. It's oh a great God. summer food. Absolutely. And now with – um, so now, Jamie, with horses, do they do they eat a lot of grass and hay or just like a little? They would eat like they would sit in a field for about if they wanted they could sit for a whole they could stand there for a whole day eating sleeping and just walking around eating all that grass they can eat a lot of grass that's right. Yes, horses, if given the opportunity, they, they'll they eat up to 16 hours a day just grazing and, like you mentioned, walking around and hanging out with their friends. Oh, yeah, that, that, that reminds me. I wanted to ask you, do horses, do they like to, like, live with lots of other horses or live by themselves? They live with lots of other horses. Exactly. They, they love to live in big herds of horses, or they're happy with just one or two friends. And so, Jamie, like you said, horses live in big groups called herds, and they love to have friends. How do horses communicate with one another? By name. That's right. Exactly. They're, they can be very vocal and they'll do different sounds like nickering or whinnying or neighing, like you mentioned. So, Jamie, since you love horses so much, do you think you can make a horse noise or vocalization, a, a neigh sound, a neighing yeah. sound? <laughs> let's, let's hear it. Awesome. Do it again. One more time. One more time. 
Oh, Jamie. Jamie, that is perfect. I that that it sounds like you've been practicing for a long time. I love that. I Great know. job. Good. Yes, the horses are they're very vocal. They can make really cool sounds like Jamie uh did a beautiful winning or neighing sound, but they also can communicate uh with each other using body language. Like, you know how us humans, we we smile, right? Or we frown mm-hmm. when we're mad. Yeah, Jamie, it's really cool. Horses actually use their ears as a way to communicate what they're feeling. And so this summer when you go ride them and meet them and feed them, you'll have to see what their ears are doing and what they're saying. So if their ears are forward, that means they're like alert and looking at you. Maybe they're going to come up to you. If their ears are on the, to the side, that means they're relaxed, really enjoying what you're doing, maybe even sleeping or resting. But if you see their ears laid back, do you know what that means? Like if they're laid back against their neck, does that mean they're happy or sad? Not very happy. Not very happy. That's right. And so you can kind of then maybe change what you're doing or give them another treat or something. And so, yeah, but that's how horses talk to each other a lot without using sounds. Uh, they'll, They'll talk to each other by moving their ears. And the other horse knows what that means or... Same thing if they swish their tail. And I just love horses so much because they are really, even though they just spend most of the day eating grass, like you mentioned, they have a lot of really cool, subtle behaviors that the more you observe them and work with them, the more you can learn from them. They're kind of like, in my opinion, they're kind of like big friendly dogs if you if you get to get to spend a lot of time with them. So yeah. I look forward to hear more hearing more about your riding adventures this summer. Uh, you'll have to send me some photos and I can send you some pictures of uh, Romeo and Rosie so you can get familiar with how cute they are. And now for all the people that are listening, Jamie, that maybe don't like horses or don't really think they're as awesome as we do, uh, what's some advice? Why, why should people love horses? Because they're friendly and sometimes when you're riding the horse, the horse gets to know you and it helps the horse as well. That is so true. Yeah, you're right. Horses have really good memories and they are really intelligent creatures. So they're a lot of fun to be around. And uh, I hope that everybody gets a chance to ride a horse uh, sometime, right? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Now, Jamie, do you know what you want to be when you grow up? There's a lot of things. <laughs> My first thing I wanted to be was a veterinarian and then a nurse. And then as soon as I knew I was going horseback riding, I decided I wanted to be a horseback riding teacher. Uh, Jamie, those are all wonderful things. You really can't go wrong with any of those, or maybe you could even do all of them potentially. So uh, I want you to keep loving horses and learning about horses. And do you have any other favorite animals? Um, cheetahs. It's okay if it's just horses. I think it was mo- okay. Okay. Oh, no, you like fast animals. Horses are fast. Cheetahs are 
Cool. Well, good. Well, maybe you can come back on the podcast and talk cheetahs, or you can definitely come back on anytime and talk horses. I think you and I are just getting started uh, talking horses, don't you think? Yep. Awesome. Well, thank you, Jamie. It was such a pleasure to meet you. And I will stay in touch with you and your brother, Wes, and your sister, Eliza. So thanks for being so nice. You're welcome. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye, sweetie. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. That was such a great episode of All Creatures Kids. I just love talking with my new friends, Wes, Eliza, and Jamie. And I don't know about you, but I feel really inspired to learn more about ways to help wildlife and nature. It was such a fun and inspirational episode that I hope you'll share it with all of your friends and family, because we remember that sharing means caring. And I really hope that you enjoyed listening to Wes talk about snakes, Eliza talk about fish, and Jamie share her love and passions for horses with us. So if you or someone you know is interested in becoming an all-creatures kid expert and being interviewed on the podcast, please send me, Angie, an email at allcreaturekidspod at gmail.com. And also, you can visit our website at allcreaturespod.com to learn more about the creatures that are featured on today's podcast. Thank you, everyone. Please take care. Bye-bye.